If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. Welcome to Haken, an Animal Crossing podcast. Your podcast dedicated to all things Animal Crossing. Episode 193 is brought to you by Kelsey Fink, Rachel Popa, and M, some of our newest Patreon patrons. This week, Nina, Sergio, and I are joined by Scruffy for an interview about their Animal Crossing content on YouTube and their current project called Animal Crossing Taking Root. In this project, Scruffy is composing, recording, and sharing their own hourly tracks inspired by Animal Crossing. Without further ado, here is our conversation. All right, everybody, Nina, Sergio, and I are here to interview Scruffy about their work on YouTube and music. Hello, Scruffy. How are you? Hello. I'm doing well. Thank you. I'm so glad you did your hello, because I, I try to do it every <laughs> almost every day. I'm always like, hello. <laughs> um, it's so nice to have you. I first found you through the wholesome sound design of Animal Crossing. That video was mm. really great. I actually, it inspired me to make a playlist on my YouTube called I think it's just like the greatest Animal Crossing content around. Oh. It was, I, I thought it deserved that type of title for <laughs> for that. Well, I'm honored. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I think yeah. you need to share that playlist too. <laughs> it oh, it's yeah. public. Okay, I, good. It's it's one I don't private, uh, and it's just because I want people to know about this really awesome content. So, you know, you've you've got an awesome piece, and you're making incredible music. But I want to start from the beginning here. What was your first Animal Crossing game? Right. Okay. Good question. Uh, because. I did not necessarily grow up on Animal Crossing. Um, I watched a sweet mate of mine play Wild World, um, and that was like my first exposure to actually... Um, that was in college, by the way. <laughs> this was my first exposure to like someone actually playing Animal Crossing in front of me. And I had heard about it before, um, but I hadn't really experienced like what made it so special before um and i realized it was like a more peaceful game uh and i really hadn't experienced something like that before but it was really neat to just watch them um just hang out in this virtual village uh it felt like a nice way to take a break from at the time pretty demanding college work um, but I didn't end up playing an Animal Crossing game until, and, uh, I hope I'm not, uh, th this is gonna, I don't know, this is gonna make me sound like less than a, a legitimate fan of, of Animal Crossing or something, but I started with Pocket Camp, uh, oh. when, when that came out. Um, that was my first time actually playing an Animal Crossing game, and... Yeah, a lot of the features were 
different in that game because it's you know it's suited for a mobile environment but um i was still dealing with well at that point it was graduate school work um and so i like thought back to that idea of taking a break from the work by playing an animal crossing game and this was perfect this was um something that i could just you know open up my tablet and uh play in my room so I tried out Pocket Camp. I started making friends with villagers. Um, it was addicting. I <laughs> I got pretty far in it. Um, and yeah, then I went from there to New Horizons. And from New Horizons, I started looking back to the earlier games and wanting to see how they uh, handled gameplay because i had i had heard their music before i had heard animal crossing music before any of this um mm. and i really enjoyed it but the experiences were still pretty new to me so nowadays i'm working on new leaf <laughs> <laughs> Very cool. yeah that's awesome you know i think nintendo did exactly what they wanted to with pocket camp and that was really introduce players to the series and bring them in so right i think well here on our show we're all about all things animal crossing so anybody who started with pocket camp is completely fine <laughs> <laughs> thank you thank you well, <laughs> thank you for saying so <laughs> and we're starting to hear that more and more often actually so don't worry about it mm -hmm. nice <laughs> yeah, even my partner's first experience with Animal Crossing outside of watching me and actually starting to play was through Pocket Camp 2. So yeah. there, mm -hmm. there's a big group out there. <laughs> yeah. And you did say something interesting there. I really like that you pointed out that you made friends with villagers because that is, of course, one of the key aspects to Animal Crossing. Were there any favorites that you made during that Pocket Camp time? Oh, let's see. Uh, Well, my favorite who has remained my favorite uh, was the first villager that I had in my town, who was Goldie. Oh. Um, she's so wholesome. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, she she's uh, just remained... I, I've tried to get her in each village that I've started since then in different games. Oh, nice. um, and funnily enough, uh, the reason I took a break, or I ended up taking a break from pocket camp and the reason was that i had reached i think it's level 10 friendship with goldie and a couple mm. other villagers because i had seen on the like map of friendship levels that eventually they'll give you a uh, a big exclusive gift when you make enough friends with them so i got to level 10 goldie's gift is a harpsichord uh which was oh. right up my alley oh and so i talked to her about it and she gave me the ability and the request to create a harpsichord when I had thought it was just going to be a harpsichord. Right. So I was like, um, that's still great, uh, but I think I'm going to take a break from this game because it seems that that takes a lot of materials that's going to take a lot of time, and I've got to focus on college work. Yeah. <laughs> Understandable. <laughs> So I guess, what was it about the series that captured your attention? It had, it uh, just created this vibe that I hadn't really experienced before in a game. I had played, like, peaceful games before. I had played games where they created an atmosphere that was, like, really easy to get into and just kind of meditate to. 
but I hadn't really played a game where that was the whole point. Um, it was often that that would be like, I don't know, a, a more relaxed level in an otherwise action-filled or dynamic game where it's more about progressing towards a goal, trying to get there quickly, um, or like exploring a large world and like just being overwhelmed by how much there is to see uh, in a world. Like, like Breath of the Wild, for example. Um, Breath of the Wild has plenty of peaceful moments, but they are part of a larger action-filled, uh, just over-the-top experience, I'd say. Mm. And so Animal Crossing was the first time where a game was just saying, no, you don't need all the action. You don't need a huge world. Let's have you stay within this smaller world where it's easier to access everything. Everything, you can see more stuff at once. Like, you can see over the horizon. It bends over like a cylinder. Um, and, like, everything you need is already here. There's no deadlines on everything. Uh, you can just do whatever you want. I had never, like experienced a game with a philosophy like that and it was really refreshing especially in that i already had like an action-filled life with having to do a bunch of homework having to make <laughs> videos um like it was it was really nice for that to be just all there is to the game uh mm -hmm. i think that's what what I enjoy most about Animal Crossing. And after that, I realized, like, I'm into that type of game. And I've been discovering more games since then that take that philosophy and, and try it in different ways. So it's, it's, it's really nice. <laughs> <laughs> Animal Crossing yeah. is an escape and a gateway. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So I think my next question might benefit from a little bit of context from some of Nina's and Sergio's questions. So I'll skip that one and we can circle back to it after. But okay. I did recognize that you um, you mentioned you've been kind of traveling back, playing some of the older games, and you've listened to a lot of the music. So I wanted to ask you, which Animal Crossing game has your favorite music? Right. So that ended up being the GameCube one, uh, the, the oh. original. Like, and that's only overall. I have specific tracks in other games that I'd say I probably enjoy even more. Right. Um, but as an overall uh, experience, the, the GameCube one does it best for me. It's got this, like, quirky, weird soundtrack. Um <laughs> that explores a lot of different emotions over the course of the day and just like features all of the I'm going to call it like the B-roll MIDI patches that weren't featured in more uh, in mm. other Nintendo games right like all of the patches that uh like Totaka for example wanted to use in other games but might not have fit the like the action um, <laughs> they get put into Animal Crossing where things are allowed to be like weird and patient and mm. just explore whatever they want. Uh, I really like that energy and 
that's informed a lot of what I'm doing uh, with original Animal Crossing music. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, and I can hear that a lot when I've been listening to your tracks too. And I'm really glad that you mentioned this soundtrack and how uh, unique it is to mm. a lot of the future games. Um, I've mentioned in the past, I feel like Nintendo probably really zoned in on the relaxation aspects to Animal Crossing and some of those quirky, funkier sounds and tunes didn't quite make the cut in that <laughs> as they go more atmospheric with their sound, you right. know? <laughs> um, cool. So, like I said, we'll circle back to my last question here, but Nina, if you want to go ahead and ask some from here. Well, now that you mentioned it, I'm so curious to know what your favorite hourly tune is, no matter the game. Right, right. And, yeah, I, I've been thinking a lot about this question because I had to listen to every single one, every <laughs> hourly theme in yeah. pressure in preparation for like creating this soundtrack. Um, so uh, I have favorites, but I don't think I have a f one favorite mm -hmm. that that beats all the others. Um, the five That's pm okay. in in the GameCube game is mm -hmm. just bliss. It's such a <laughs> it's such a sweet saccharine uh sound um from let's see from wild world it would probably have to be one of the evening themes i'm thinking like maybe 8 p.m mm. um wild world i enjoyed it has a very consistent soundtrack yeah um things are a lot uh more streamlined from hour to hour than the previous game was um so yeah there i like it's it's a little looser i i could go with a couple of hours just in the evening and listen to them all the whole night really <laughs> um from new leaf uh it's definitely 7 p.m oh, uh, nice. where it cuts out any like drums any hard percussion and just focuses on like spacing out um with this beautiful accordion melody and uh this very like abstract minimalist rhythm it's it's lovely um and then from new horizons uh i'm still thinking either noon or mm. uh, 3am is a great one it's like yes. mocking you for still being awake yes. <laughs> um <laughs> Just one thing that I love about New Horizons is the brass in particular. Mm. The trumpet, mm -hmm. the trombone, the tuba, especially when it gets included. <laughs> My favorite part of the New Horizons soundtrack for sure is all the special event music. Oh, um, yeah. Oh, yes. Like whenever the tuba comes in and there's like a, a jaunty brass section that's making it feel like a parade, <laughs> uh, that makes it really <laughs> special. Uh, so... Yeah, I, I'm sorry. There's no, there's no one answer <laughs> to no, my favorite fine. hour. Great. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah. I especially love the brass instruments in New Horizons as well, and I wish they leaned a little bit more in that direction mm -hmm. than some of the, specifically the synth in 2 p.m. <laughs> I, I can't with that one. <laughs> <laughs> 2 p.m.'s a difficult hour to get through in general, I'd say. <laughs> you know, it's like... <laughs> 
That's so funny because um, Nintendo kind of has turned this into their signature musical style. They've been getting very, like, very instrumental in that you can tell there's physical instruments being used instead of just, I guess, computerized instruments. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. they've gotten very, like, jazzy, (laughs) too. Yes. (laughs) So I I think it's interesting that um, New Horizons is, of course, following in that lead of their other games that use the same thing and that you, of course, picked it out immediately. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's a a really neat trend, honestly. I'm glad that they're... To me, this like transition started with Super Mario Galaxy. Uh, yeah. To bring up mm. an older game, like there, they wanted to start with MIDI and do something similar to Mario Sunshine initially. Um, but then, like, as they got further into experiencing this game and realizing this is all about space and things that are larger than life, um, they decided to go all out and hire like. I think it was initially like 40, 45 people into an orchestra. Mm. Um, And like, they never went back. That that raised the bar. They can't (laughs) just go back to all MIDI sounds. They've got to like embrace the technology. They've got to embrace this feeling of uh, elevation that you get from a soundtrack like that. And um, I think the jazz that was added to it afterwards is a product of the composers being a little freer to make whatever they want. Mm. You know, um, when they were composing under the constraints of early consoles, they were still doing jazzy stuff. Um, it's just that the instruments have gotten more higher fidelity over time, right. <laughs> I'd say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Very cool. Yeah. Um, I think that leads you into the, yeah, Nina, I think your next question really feeds into that, that Um, topic. Okay. So, uh, (laughs) of all the work that you create too, do you kind of stick with more digital sounds? And I'm sure that's the wrong word I'm using. Sorry. No, you're Um, fine. Or do you like to like record with live instruments? Do you play live instruments? Can you tell us a little more about all of that? Right. So I guess... I should probably like maybe give some context. Um, yeah. So yeah, there's there's 24 themes to this like compilation, and um, in trying to be authentic to every Animal Crossing game, mm-hmm. there's sometimes where I deliberately want to use electronic sounds, and not just any like MIDI sounds. The Yamaha DX7, for example, uh, is one of the keyboards that Totaka was using a lot of the time mm. around the time that uh, the original Animal Crossing soundtrack was composed. So I sought out sounds like that, um, even emulations of sounds off the DX7, to create some of this soundtrack. Mm. Um, but other times, I want to take a bit more modern approach to Animal Crossing music, and that involves uh, live instruments, yes. Uh, I am a jazz pianist by trade. Um, I've been playing piano for, I don't know, like 18 years now, something like that. (laughs) Um, So, like, I that's my main instrument. Uh, 
And I do have an acoustic piano, but I don't have a decent way to record it right now, so I use mm. the best approximation I can of an acoustic piano. Um, and then I've used some live guitar, uh, some live accordion, oh. um, some ukulele. Uh, I've played a little clarinet because I got a clarinet a couple oh. Christmases ago, nice. and that's been wonderful. I'm no good. Uh, <laughs> but I I practice what I need for for a particular track. Cool. Um, and then yeah, I think that's that's about the extent of live stuff that's happened so far. Uh, in in each YouTube video of um of the the musical themes, uh, in the description there's a list of every instrument that I used. And if I say it's live, then that means I. Uh, recorded it with this very microphone. So nice. <laughs> um, That's so cool. <laughs> yeah, uh, I think mixing the two together, um, sometimes, not all the time, uh, really embraces how varied the Animal Crossing, com uh, the Animal Crossing, oh, what's the word? Collection has has mm. become. <laughs> yeah. So did you did you go to school for jazz piano? Tell us a little bit about how you kind of got started. Yeah, I I did go to school for jazz piano and composition. Um, wow. And then I, uh, I went on to go to graduate school after that. Uh, at the re recommendation of my professor, I continued studying composition at Cal Arts. Wow. And. Um, once I got I, I got my master's from there, I had initially like the very first thing that I wanted to do when I got into college was become a music professor and like teach all this stuff. Um and as I like wrote more music, as I started getting into making YouTube videos, uh I realized now nah, I, I don't need to go that far. I'll like I'll see it through uh just composing stuff, meeting all these people. Um, playing some gigs around uh, around the town that I lived in, um, which I'm was sorry. like that's the oh sorry that was the dog I'm so sorry you <laughs> you're fine you're fine um, I will say like gigs playing gigs with other musicians that was the best experience that's like the mm -hmm. best training that you can get as a performing musician um, but like after all was said and done. I felt that I had like the credentials and like I understood a lot about uh audio and music history um and composing in different styles but I also felt that I had learned that I didn't need to go to school necessarily to like understand what music's all about mm. you know uh and that goes for anybody like you don't have to have a degree in music to like uh to make amazing music <laughs> that's all there is yeah. to it yeah um and so i've tried to reflect that in the youtube content that i put out uh it's like free it's either free accessible education about video game audio or it's music in a variety of styles now like an increasing amount of collaborators just like enjoying it i don't know <laughs> um but it's also employing like everything i've learned 
as a jazz pianist. So yeah. mm-hmm. um, I would say that like jazz, funk, the sort of stuff that Nintendo embraces, it leaks its way into all the music that I write. That's um, so cool. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah, that's like... Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Chewie. Oh, no, you go ahead. You go ahead. I'm finished. <laughs> <laughs> um, go for it, Nina. I was just going to say that's that's like a huge movement going on in Japan where like this all this like funk jazz music is has reached like such a popular level and is kind of leaking into all of their, I guess, like regular music. Um, yeah. I, I think it's called City Pop, but I'm not sure. Um, but I just think it's so interesting that you know, Nintendo's also gotten into it and it's just, I don't, I just find it so interesting that like kind of this old style has come back again. Yeah. And yeah, uh, City Pop specifically is like a revival of music that was around in the 1970s. Um, This really like warm uh, record, like R&B sort of sound. Yeah. Um, That's like, that you're absolutely right it's made its comeback in the 2010s not only in japan but like worldwide especially with the rise of other web-based genres like Mm. vaporwave for example okay um so like not that nintendo has been i don't think they've been embracing embracing vaporwave but uh the uh city pop was a it it comes from a genre that Nintendo began making games during, um, oh. an era that they began making d- games during. Right, so right, right. to me, it makes total sense that uh, they'd be bringing elements of that into their latest uh, music. Very cool. <laughs> Chewie, what were you going to say? I was going to say, I feel like you have given people a lot of context and background to yourself and everything that I think my last question here would, you know, kind of tie it all together. Mm. Um, what inspired the making of wholesome sound design in Animal Crossing New Horizons? That's the, the video I found you through. Right. Yeah. So I, um, I picked up that game. I played it for quite a while. Um, and to me, normally this stuff, the, these these educational videos start with just playing through a game and realizing something particularly, like, magical about the soundtrack. Um, and not just the music soundtrack, the soundscape as well, the sound effects. Um, so, yeah, it, it begins there. I have to play through a game and understand most stuff about it before I start making a video like this. Um, So it was New Horizons entirely that inspired this video. Um, Mm. But it was really just the detail that they had put into sound effects. Honestly, I think that the sound design in that game is the most intricate, polished part of the game to me. Um, close second is the visual rendering, and then after that you have all the the gameplay systems and the the layout and the multiplayer layout. Um, mm-hmm. I think that the sound design actually received like the most intricate attention, um, because there's so much to it. There's uh very minuscule sounds that form the ambience in any room or any outdoor space that you're in, um. There's all these little, like, extremely 
close and dry little pops and clicks uh, for all the menus in the game. And there's a keen sense... I, this is probably came from... Uh, or probably... This definitely came from the legacy of Animal Crossing. But there's a keen sense where music is a reward to the player mm. for uh, getting more done in this game. Not that you have to get anything done. That's what the like hourly soundtrack is for. Uh, but if you do dig deep into this game, it will reward you with music that you haven't heard before. Mm -hmm. um, and that's where you get like some of its most creative music. Like, for example, um, waiting until 9.50 p.m. in Nook's Cranny uh, and getting like the alternate music when the shop is closing for the night. Um, or like uh, the hidden songs that you can request from K.K. Slider. Yeah. Um, or even, I'm trying to think of more, like there's, there's definitely stuff that plays over the radio and the TV. Right, um, right. And uh, of course, any of the, the special event days, like New Year's Eve, don't get me started. That was amazing. <laughs> that was an amazing experience. Yes, yes. Um, I'm a big fan of that. And then I learned that, like, throughout the entire day, uh, the music is changing depending on how much time is left right. until the big reveal. Um, so, yeah, like, there's that amazing attention to giving the player music at the proper time. And, like... Uh, I've heard a lot of mixed opinions about the music in general, um, but I'm mainly focusing on like just the int intricacy with which it's implemented. Uh, mm -hmm. the The way that this was all put into the game is just a really elegant, uh, complicated system. And all that long-winded tangent to say <laughs> that I wanted to make a fun little video explaining all of that <laughs> and giving people like inspiration if they're making a game or uh give people who play animal crossing just a little more sensitive ears when they're playing it mm -hmm. um and yeah then like with any of these videos i like write the whole script um i've been having collaborators on that of late so that's been really helpful but then i animate the whole thing by myself and i often write like arrangements of the music uh to go with the video not only to like make it a dynamic soundtrack uh but also to avoid copyright <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> when the video goes up because uh, it it's difficult to write videos about analyzing music when it's dodgy whether you're allowed to use music for that long. Right, right. Mm -hmm. um, but anyway, uh, sorry about the, the rambling answer, but... Uh, <laughs> that's, no, I love it. Yeah. yeah I, let's... I love hearing the process of putting these things together. It's it's tough to make videos, and yours are especially great quality to them. So Thank you. So it's really cool to hear that. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> Yeah, so I think, Nina, you, you had one question left on your list, too, before I guess Sergio could take over here. <laughs> um. Oh, yeah, so did you, or can you point to any, like, musical artists who have, who have maybe influenced your style or your favorite ones growing up or now? Oh, let's see. Uh, 
there are definitely going to be a lot of jazz artists. Uh, yeah. I listen to a lot of like Art Blakey and the Jazz Messengers, uh, Buddy Rich's band. Um, as far as jazz pianists, I listen to Thelonious Monk a lot, mm. Marcus Roberts a lot. He's a more modern player. Um, more lately, it's been like Hiromi. Uh, she's just amazing. She like she's on another level of of jazz <laughs> piano. Um, and lately, it's been more about uh video game composers. Um, mm. and like on the side, just like more large scale bands. I think like I'm I'm to the point where either jazz trios, just three people, really intimate sound, or like big cinematic uh huge sound right. yeah. um is is what really inspires me so like uh snarky puppy um let's see the vanguard jazz orchestra the 8 bit big band um wow. and huh, i i i don't know i'm i'm, I'm <laughs> my mind's a million miles per hour no, right now okay. thinking about well about and those, but... hiromi just played for the um tokyo opening ceremonies i think right yeah yeah so not to mention cool. like her and like all this video game music yes <laughs> that's, uh, that's the introducing all the nations yeah yes, it was so it's cool. it's so cool uh it's i don't know it's a it's a testament to how um good that music can make you feel you know how yeah. much energy it can give you yeah um and like yeah these are these are sports these are about playing these are about mm -hmm. um champions and like uh i don't know a a athletic feats so there's a lot of parallels with with video games i think yeah definitely mm. Well, that's a good list. I, I, my extent of jazz musicians is like Fats Waller, so I've got a lot to look up now. Hey, that's that's <laughs> a good one. <laughs> awesome, cool. I think Sergio, you can take it over from here. I think you've got some questions. Yeah, sounds good. So, Scarfy, can you tell us a little bit about your approach to making the tracks for each hour? Is there anything, any considerations that you take in, specifically, is there anything you set out to avoid? Anything you don't want to mm. do when you're composing? Oh, a very good question. Yeah, so, let's see. I, the most important thing with these tracks, um especially coming off of what I've heard about New Horizons music um, and what I think of New Horizons music is that this piece of music, even though it's like a minute and a half long at most, mm. needs to last an hour. Yes. And during that time, you need to be able to listen to it. You need to think of the player just sitting down, doing nothing but listening to the music for an hour. Mm -hmm. That's really challenging when yeah. you get into composing because you've got to you've got to create something that does engage the player to some extent it gives them some motivation to move um but it also can't be something too jarring it can't be something too melodic i would say um there can't well there can i i i don't want to use the word can't but I try to avoid um, making too clear of a melody, I'd say. Mm. Um, 
there is in actually a melody in most of these uh songs that I'm slightly referencing or like maybe sometimes I'm fragmenting it splitting mm, it up uh, right. putting it in different parts of the song so like there is there there is melodic content in these songs but I want to make sure that it's not so clear that it cuts over everything else um it cuts over all the other sounds that you'd be listening to in the game it cuts over where your attention should be mm. which is on like the characters and the items and whatnot um i want to make it not too pronounced uh so like it's a it's a real challenge to like start putting down ideas and then think no that's that's a little too uh pronounced uh, i need to dial it back a little um and then like find a good medium between those and then on top of that uh you've got to consider the mood for a particular hour mm -hmm. um so like 12 p.m uh so far has the fastest tempo it's the apex of the day um a lot would be changing i think at noon um and then like you sort of fall into this valley before you get to like 5 p.m 6 p.m the evening themes that would be when a lot of people are getting home from school or work uh, and logging on to Animal Crossing. So you want to hit them with something that's really inviting. Um, and then you'd get into, like, this is revealing stuff that at this time hasn't been released yet, but I'll do it anyway. You get into <laughs> 9 p.m., 10 p.m., 8 p.m. That's when the game is telling you, good night. Uh, <laughs> have a good night. See you later. Um, and it keeps going. It keeps hitting you with that 9 p.m., then 10 p.m., then 11 p.m. is uh, for some games when they're saying, okay, I see you're still sticking around. Uh, be warned, it's about to get weird. Um, New Horizons uh, keeps that up until like at least midnight. Then they have 1 p.m. where things get a little party-ish. Yeah. Uh, or, or, I'm sorry, 1 a.m. Um, 2 a.m., they're really trying to get you to go to bed. It's, like, it's <laughs> extremely comforting music. Meanwhile, in the GameCube game, entirely different mood. 2 a.m. is like this uh, wild party that you have because you're obviously not going to bed. Right. So you might as well, like, embrace awakeness. <laughs> um, and I don't know. I, I might... I already have this all like written down in a spreadsheet, but I'll say right now I might be exploring that like wild party sort of feeling for two a.m. Nice. Um, <laughs> for a late night sort of thing like that, <laughs> and then three a.m. I always enjoyed how weird things would start to happen in Animal Crossing around three a.m. Yes. Uh, so like I really want to embrace the weird part almost like the witching hour of <laughs> the night at that point um so yeah that that's what i'm thinking as i go through these hours some of them are like bridges to other hours but there are specific times of day mm. where animal crossing wants to give you a certain mood um and i really enjoy that i really enjoy that totaka and the other musicians that worked on these games really leaned into that um, yeah, no, that's and, true. That that's awesome. And yeah, that's 
the only other thing, the only other detail to it is that there's like a pool of instruments that I'm drawing from here. Um, and I want to use no more than five or six on any piece. Mm. It's a small group playing these, these themes. Um, and it's meant to be pretty minimalist. And, um, I try to like, if I use an instrument, I don't use it until like maybe three hours or four hours later. Um, so that oh. it never becomes too bland. Right. Right. Um, and hours don't necessarily blend into each other. Right. Uh, that's something I noticed, and not that it's a bad thing, that's something I noticed with, like, Wild World, or even New Horizons with, like, acoustic guitar, uh, in trying to convey a certain environment that you're constantly in, like an island, uh, they went with a more consistent instrumentation. And that causes hours to blend in a little more, I think. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, but in this game... This this fictional game. I'm not going for that. I'm I'm going for completely different hours, uh, all times a day. Very oh, nice. Cool. Yeah, that's awesome. And you know, the next question kind of relates to that because we were you were talking about music and moods and emotions. And I'm sure you will agree that music has the strong ability to evoke a lot of different emotions in pretty much everybody. So, mm -hmm. what emotions do you wish people associate with your hourly music? And is there anything specific that you do to achieve that? Mm. Well, um, yeah, another good question. I, I definitely, absolutely agree that music is a huge emotional conveyor especially when it's paired with with visuals um and that's why i like to uh paint every thumbnail for every video that i've been doing here oh. i want to like evoke what it's like to play this game that doesn't exist <laughs> um and with each with each theme i i am going into it with a different emotion in mind uh for noon it's like pragmatic getting things done uh, with 1 p.m., it's like taking a break from that, a little more relaxing. Um, with 4 p.m., or I would say by 4 p.m., it's like you've played this for a while now, probably. Uh, you're wondering what to do next, and the music is kind of a little fragmented. It doesn't have a steady beat anymore. It's mm. kind of um, it's playing with rhythm uh, and kind of building things modularly. And when I say that, I mean... Uh, I create a couple of musical gestures and treat them kind of like puzzle pieces, uh, putting them together so that they don't necessarily line up until much later. And by the end, it creates this like collection of musical blocks that just happen to work together. Mm. Uh, I did the same sort of approach for 6 a.m. when the day would begin. Uh, because you're just waking up at that point. You're not sure what you want to do with this day yet. Um, so, yeah, I, I always have the music like tend to reflect that a little. Mm. Another thing that, um, that comes with this whole soundtrack, and I got this definitely uh, from the legacy of Animal Crossing, is that there's a melody, a specific one, that occurs in some form or another throughout every single hour um and it's not as in your face about it as new horizons i would say new horizons really likes 
its main theme and it wants to make sure that you hear it no matter what time of day yes, you're in. Yes. Um, but I've got this this main theme going for Animal Crossing taking root, and I am planning on like making an official version of it when all of this is over. Ooh. But so far, it's been really neat to see people in the comment sections of these YouTube releases um, saying like, "I found the motif. Like it's it's right here. It's it's at this part of the." of the song uh in this instrument and like usually it's not playing the full melody of course right. maybe it's like not even playing more than four notes from the melody but it's there it's like it's subtly there mm. uh and once the main theme is out uh i'm hoping for people to go into it feeling like this this sense of release like oh yeah this is the theme that i heard in uh -oh. this part of the day right, like, right. Uh, of course that's what the main theme is so uh yeah it's i i really enjoy it i really enjoy uh this like piecemeal release of the games or uh, the games the the themes so that there's like this adventure that you're going on by going mm -hmm. over this arc of 24 songs <laughs> mm-hmm I love oh, that you're awesome. doing it kind of backwards. That's fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So, qu question for you again. If you were KK Slider's manager, <laughs> what what <laughs> advice would you give KK? And would you want him to bring DJ KK back or not? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> um, okay, great question, first of all. <laughs> um, I will say that music management... Uh, just for just for fellow people out there interested in the discipline music management is way different from performing composing music mm. uh it's a whole other ball game <laughs> uh that so that's a good question uh, if i were kk slider's <laughs> manager uh, or maybe collaborator <laughs> collaborator collaborator definitely like i'm all over it let's let's uh Make a song, you can play guitar, whistle over it. Um, nice. <laughs> but if I were KK's manager, I'd say, like, uh, I don't know, maybe put some stuff up on, on YouTube or something. <laughs> you know, like, film, your, film yourself playing a couple of uh, live performances. People already love your music, you know? They want to see more of you. Yes. Uh, Aww. Don't don't be afraid of the camera, KK. <laughs> um, and yes, I'd love to bring DJ KK back. Oh, nice. I really like the idea that uh, there's multiple sides to this this character. Um, <laughs> true. Because there's so many sides to the music that he composes. Yeah. Um, he's he's explored all these different genres and created these like loving pastiches of uh each genre so like he he's obviously like a multifaceted talented dog <laughs> and uh yeah i'd love to see that come back i i'd say uh thanks to this interview dj kk will be returning in animal crossing Ooh. taking root <laughs> <laughs> awesome Nice. Well, <laughs> to to stick with the KK Slider subject, because why not, right? Of course. Uh, what is your favorite KK Slider song, and why? Ooh. Okay. Yeah, that's a that's a good point or a good question. Uh, 
so let's see musically uh just as a song to listen to for forever and a song that i constantly have going on in my house in animal crossing uh kk bossa nice. uh, because i love bossa nova and it uh, it, like I said, it's a pastiche. It like takes everything that's great about Bossa Nova and makes this like cute little MIDI version of it. <laughs> um, so that one's my favorite musically. Uh, but as a concept, there's also KK Jazz, where I love the fact that the album cover, first of all, looks like a Blue Note Records album. It looks specifically <laughs> like a Grant Green a guitar album ah. and like the music on it references a lot of things that are not only commonplace to jazz but like that sound like grant green <laughs> um <laughs> he's a he's a famous jazz guitarist by the way Very and cool. like um they definitely were listening to that album when they wrote that song right <laughs> another one is like um what is it kk moody mm. uh which is like it is no question Sabor Ami. It is that song. Oh, uh, and I okay. know that because I performed that song before. I was in uh, this Latin American ensemble in college, and uh, we performed like all sorts of different... Uh, we, we jumped all the different continents and countries uh, with different genres of music. But we performed that bolero, uh, Sabor Ami, which is a really famous one. And then I come into New Horizons, I hear it on the radio, and I'm like, wait, that, <laughs> that's, that's somewhat what I mean. The melody's a little different, uh, but it's absolutely that. The chords are the same, the melody's, like, obviously referencing it, uh, and so, like, yeah, that one holds a special place for me. <laughs> oh my god, uh, if I can gush a little bit, because uh, Chuy might remember, I mentioned that I love that song because I can definitely hear Luis Miguel singing it, and right. I guess that's why. <laughs> yes, exactly, exactly. Uh, so, oh, wow. yeah, I was enthralled like when I heard that. I, it, it, If it wasn't already an amazing game, like that tipped it over the edge for me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, just hearing all the different all the different KK music. <laughs> oh, nice. yeah! This has been amazing. You, are, <laughs> we could talk to you literally all night, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. There's just so much you're bringing to you know just the the community with all this information. So we really appreciate <laughs> having you. Absolutely. Um, yeah. So for everybody, this once again, this is Scruffy. They are working on their own Animal Crossing album called Animal Crossing Taking Root. Tracks are still dropping pretty regularly. I'm <laughs> excited for every single one that comes out. And Scruffy, if you want to tell everybody where they can find you and support, please go ahead. Right. Thank you. Um, so on YouTube, I'm just Scruffy. Uh, I think at this point, if you look up Scruffy on YouTube, I'm the first result. Oh, uh, it's like a <laughs> white doodle name on a black background, and that's the like aesthetic of all my videos. Um, so you can find me on there, uh, and then I'm also Scruffy Music on Bandcamp, which is where I release all my music, including uh, this whole album of Animal Crossing music. Nice. And then I'm Scruffy underscore Tweets on Twitter. If you want to like just keep up with everything that I release, 
Um, cool. I use Twitter only for news. That's that's all I use Twitter for. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't handle any anything more than that. <laughs> yeah, well, that's great. And we'll make sure to have all of those links in the description. If you're watching on YouTube, listening on any pod- podcast platform, it'll be right there. You can go and follow Scruffy. Really <laughs> great to have you. It's been a wonderful hour to talk. <laughs> Yes, thank you so much for for having me on here and really great questions. I have to say uh it's it's wonderful to get to talk about this soundtrack and like um and to just talk about it with people who obviously love it as much as I do. <laughs> it's 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 wonderful. I I can feel it between us. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Yeah, thanks a lot. Thank you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, everybody, I think it's time we close out this show. Scruffy has gone. I have given Nina and Sergio the night off, and I'm just going to be reading out the Haken Islander Corner questions for you all. So this week's question was, what is your favorite hourly track in New Horizons? And our patrons had a lot of really great answers for this one. Jeslyn said, my favorite hourly track in New Horizons is 2 a.m., which is unfortunate since I'm hardly ever playing at that time these days. And honestly, I get it. I don't ever see 2AM. It's not a track that I've heard too often. (laughs) Turtle Tay said, I work at Starbucks, so I wake up at 4AM. Sometimes I'll get about 30 minutes of gameplay in before my 5AM shift, and the 4AM music is wonderful. It is so relaxing, and that is also an hour of the day that I never see, so I'm going to have to check out a lot of these tracks. The next answer is actually a bit of a shared one. This is a popular track here for our listeners, but both Quantrell and Samantha B. said 6pm was their favorite. Quantrell said, the most underrated track in the game, 6pm. Sunset is the most gorgeous part of that day, and the 6pm track fits the time of day perfectly. And Samantha said, My favorite music is 6pm. It is so relaxing with the sunset. My favorite music mixed with my favorite time of day. I always try to play it this time. And it's funny, they both pointed out that the sunset was a really nice part of that. And I want to say, I haven't really taken notice too often. I'm going to have to pay attention to the sunset this next time I am on during those hours. That's pretty cool. Islander Phoebe said... I really love the 5am music. It reminds me of when the game first came out, and I was so excited to get up that early to play before work every day. Sergio gets it. The combination of the music and the sunrise is so serene. (laughs) A lot of people choosing tracks that I am never awake for, (laughs) so really exciting to hear that. I'm going to have to go through basically the 1am to 6am tracks to really fill in that catalog for myself. Our last answer here is from Dennis or Obsessed Polyglot, and they said, This question was such a good excuse to finally listen to all of the hourly tracks one after the other, which was surprisingly effective at making me realize at which hours of the day I tend to play the game, because some tracks sounded way more familiar than others. Most tracks between 3am and 10am sounded like I might not even have heard them before, whereas 4pm, 5pm, and everything between 8pm and 1am made me go, oh yeah, this one. 
9 p.m. is the standout example. Guess who has had a bit of rushing? <laughs> Guess who has had a habit of rushing to Nook's Cranny right before it closes? Now, as for my actual favorite, I think it might be 5 a.m. because it sound because its sound really evokes the sight and feeling of a sunrise for me and some typical morning sleepiness. It's one I'm pretty sure I haven't heard in game yet, but now that I've written this down. I suddenly feel like planning an early morning Animal Crossing play session so I can experience the 5 a.m. track the way I'm supposed to. And that is actually a really great idea. Maybe I will set an alarm for myself and do the same thing because that sounds like a lovely experience, just starting your day the right way. <laughs> Alright everybody, well thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of Haken, an Animal Crossing podcast. Don't want the episode to end? Well, you can keep the conversation going by Nintendo switching over to our Discord. Just follow the link in the description and you can talk with other people who love Animal Crossing as much as you do, including Sergio, Nina, and me. Want to support the show in a bigger way and get your voice heard during the show? Visit patreon.com slash ChewyPlaysNintendo. You can support our show with just $1, get special access to a secret room on Discord, join in on the Haken Islander Corner, and even read a monthly newsletter covering all things Haken and Chewy Plays. We really appreciate the support and put your money towards some great things on the show. Tuned in on YouTube, the comments were a great place to let us know your answers to the Haken Islander Corner. What is your favorite hourly track in New Horizons? If you dig what you hear, please KK slide over to that review section on your platform of choice. Let people know what they're missing out on. Haken is a wild production brought to you by Chewy, Sergio, Nina, and all of our patrons. We thank you for listening, and we hope you have a great week.